The following is a high five moment from highfivecasino.com. I won! Yahoo! Private, put down your phone. This is the army. Sarge, High Five Casino is a social casino. It's on your phone, goes wherever you go. I win free spins, cash, prizes, free daily rewards, over 1,200 games. I won again! Platoon, present cell phone. High Five! High Five! Casino! Casino! Win at High Five Casino! High Five Casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited. Play responsibly. Conditions apply. See website for details. High Five Casino. Top Thrill 2 is like no other course. Two 420-foot vertical speedways, three launches. All right, let's talk strategy. Copy that, driver. Go for maximum acceleration off the start. Roger that. You've got a short straightaway to push from 0 to 74 on the first vertical speedway. And what about the rollback? Rollback will set you up for an explosive reverse climb 420 feet in the sky so you reach 0 Gs in total weightlessness. 420 feet of straight-up speed. Let's get it. Top Thrill 2, the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch Stratocoaster. Get your tickets at cedarpoint.com. Hello, iHeart listener. We have a confession to make. Both iHeart and this commercial you're listening to right now would probably sound a heck of a lot better on the new Roku Pro Series TV. It's got side-firing speakers that fill your room with sound, Dolby Atmos audio that puts you right in the middle of the entertainment, and the ability to pair seamlessly with your home theater sound systems that already have surround sound and booming bass. If all that sounds too good to be true, it'll sound even better on the new Roku Pro Series. Your hearing isn't better. Your TV is. Guess what decision we're about to make. Horrible decision. (laughs) (laughs) What it do, what the business is. I feel like I am Mandy from 06. I don't know if you remember... But the songs that we're playing is when we were using our fake IDs to get into the club. When What's the Name came on, Jeezy was like, I was so lit. I was like, I was drinking Amaretto Sours and twerking to this. So I do blame Versus. Oh, my bad, you guys. For no one who's ever heard this fucking show and you clicked on it because the bananas in our mouths made you think this was a podcast for you. (laughs) Welcome to Horrible Decisions. I'm Wheezy. Welcome, y'all. It's your girl, Mandy B, a.k.a. Tripod Mommy, a.k.a. Full Court Pumps, a.k.a. Dead Beach. So, I gotta drop the pet to say, and I ain't gonna hold you. Why? I'm dropping it. Cause you're not pegging? I'm not pegging at all. Like, it's not even gonna ever be an option in the relationship that I'm in now. And I just, yeah, but now I, I also just don't like. I, so, my man is telling more people that he's with me, and I think it's just being brought up to him that I be pegging people so he's just like but, but we I have ain't to getting live pegged. in our truth I mean people call me a white guy fucker and I haven't had one in like a okay, year okay that is true you were, you were fucking pink dick you're right they still call you a white guy fucker people just like I don't know why maybe people that used to listen that don't listen anymore but like I'm forever a white guy fucker and I'm like damn I've been fucking niggas for a minute and I lost my virginity to a black man I've only been in like two relationships with white guys out of 17 boyfriends <laughs> <laughs> we all know I've had many boyfriends okay fine I guess I guess I'll still rep the peg. On, I think what happened was when we started the show, I was on a white guy run. You I, really was for like the first year and a half of the show. I was doing it like I was getting paid for it. No, That's you really were. Like for. you was you was getting I the paint. I just never dick. saw white guys like this. Like when I moved to, as yeah, some of you know, we're from Florida. Orlando. It's embarrassing now to just. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. Like admitting that we're from Florida, it's like oh fuck. You know, but you know, y'all we, gonna we get lived it. there when it was a blue state. And I just want to say, maybe was it a blue state? I voted for Obama. Oh, I voted for Obama. So same, okay. but I mean that—that's when it was blue. Oh, okay. But um, 
Yeah, I mean, I don't know. When I moved to New York, it was just a different type of white boys. They had accents and shit. They looked different. They weren't racist. That's as, funny. As racist. You know, it comes out. But anyway. Nah, I, I, well, even when I was getting my makeup done, they're still in year one. So they're like bringing up 24-7 and lawyer bay. And I'm just like... Uh, they've been out the picture like please ugh. like a lot and they're like yeah and lover boy they were bringing up lover boy and i was like y'all need to keep just fast forward please <laughs> i forgot about lover boy fucking forward he sent me a picture of something the other day it was like a magnet on his fridge i'm like why you send me this he was like you got it for me i was like yo i forgot you exist. <laughs> <laughs> that's no, when that's, you know you over a nigga nah we're so cool Thank, I like being at that place when you're so cool um, no I wanted to say I do blame Jeezy and Gucci for making me sick here's why oh Jesus I get in from Mexico by the way if no one I've been to Mexico City before but never like this maybe because I was like always on some party shit but since you know COVID's happening stuff closes early all I was able to do was eat and do art I've never had better food in my life than Mexico City. Tokyo, Paris, nothing is better than Mexico City. I didn't even know they had some of the best restaurants in the world. Um, The the amount of money you spend on food for the quality of ingredients is like, dog, I was in shock. I mean, I had every fucking meal out. It was so good. Anyway, maybe that's why I threw it up. So anyway, (laughs) Gigi and Gucci happened, right? I'm so lit. I hire, I hire. I call my weed guy. He brings me this weed. You hired your weed guy. <laughs> he dips it. It's dipped in keef. If you guys have ever heard of this, it's some weed crack shit. It's crystallized. Do you know what it is, Vince? Well, when you grind it up, it kind of gets caught through a little, like a filter, and then you can kind of save it for later, and it's like very... Popular. It's like an oil. It's more dust. Okay, it's dust. It's, it's dust? weed dust. This already sounds crackish. No, this is crazy shit. And he's Latino. He's not even white. So, like, I felt like it was okay, but it's not okay. <laughs> Bitch... I smoke weed over and over because I'm fucking taking Instagram videos at this point. Why y'all trip? I'm fucking lit. I wake up at two o'clock in the morning and I'm projectile vomiting. And if you remember, this happened to me once like in the shit. Bro, it was crazy. I couldn't believe how far my throw up could go. I'm, I'm sorry. Dead. Is this a trigger warning for throw up? Well, here it is, bitch. The throw up went so far. It went to another room. I got up. It was crazy. Oh, hell then, no. Here's the worst part. You know when you're feeling both of it coming out at the same time? Wait, feel both of what come out at the same time? (laughs) Wait, it was coming out your ass? Dude, the more I threw up, the more the shit was coming out. And I was like, did you shit yourself? No, but yeah. (laughs) This is how we're starting the goddamn episode. Welcome, y'all. We just, you know, throw up and shut on ourselves. Mind you, I'm buying that. And thank God I'm alone, right? But all I can tell you is this nigga's carpet is just destroyed. And how do I know how much his carpet costs? It was like $1,500 carpet. And I could see the throw up on it. And I remember throwing up in the toilet, looking at the carpet on the other in the other room. I'm like, it's going to come out. 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 Everyone knows how much Old Bay loves his apartment and how neat and tidy he is. In particular, he is about this shit. Bro, there's baking soda on it right now. It was two days ago. I'm freaking oh out. Oh, my God. All I can tell you is it was violent illness like bad my stomach is amazing right now but i had no energy and we had a shoot yesterday i couldn't even talk i couldn't it was crazy when you're like super dehydrated and oh everything's yeah for gone. sure i had a half a banana yesterday i had one bite of it to start and whoever did my makeup was marcus he was like good good for you <laughs> uh bro and here i go i was goddamn sucking down oxtail bones like <laughs> I could smell it, oh which I was like, God. okay, so I got COVID. No, I got tested for COVID yesterday, right? And today. So when I got tested yesterday, I walk up, I was like, everybody, I've got it. So just back <laughs> up. I'm telling you, I have it. And I didn't want to cancel the shoot until I figured out if I had it or not. 
So she tests me and I was like, go high up there. I don't care if it hurts. I really think I have COVID and I need to know because I'm going to be around people today. Right. She tests me. It's a negative, And I'm like, something's wrong. You guys are getting a false negative. <laughs> go back in there. So now they're laughing at this point. And one of the dudes that was working in the tent, those horrible decisions, he's like, damn, you finna get that shit to Mandy. I was like, I, well, I'm pretty sure. I, I was about to say, I'm waiting. Uh, I'm actually, uh, I booked a flight to Florida uh, for not only a baby shower, but just to see my family for the holidays. And I'm about to go get tested for the antibodies because y'all, I tested for, for those of y'all watching. And I know we made plans to get in the studio. Oh God, last month, but I literally tested positive for a month straight. I was going weekly because my other podcast, we do literally every Monday. And it was like, we don't care that you don't have symptoms. Like you have to, That's fair. you have to do negative. And then of course, in the middle of that, then Joe gets positive. So even though I'm still waiting on my negative, then Joe is positive. So then we really can't fucking go to the studio. And I just want anyone out there, even if you don't have symptoms, like I said, I had no symptoms the whole time. And I literally tested positive for an entire month straight. Like I took a total of five tests and it wasn't until the fifth test that I even fucking got a negative. So just go get tested. But also it's hard because, yeah, like you said, you and Rory sound the same. Y'all are both convinced that y'all have it because you I have mean, because symptoms. no one could be sick anymore and it's not COVID. You're like, right. You're so right. When I went today, right, there was a little bit of a line and I was like, how am I going to skip this line? Well, bitch, I got it. So I walked right up to the line. I was like, look, I can't be around people. I think I got this shit. <laughs> <laughs> bitch, I ain't going to hold you. Then I like, got to test it again. <laughs> but it's, it's like everything. Like I was on live the other day and a bitch was trying to hold in a cough so long. I just like, <laughs> I swear to God, I didn't want to cough. Because you know, why are you crying? I'm no, just feeling alive. Bro, because I'd have had so much COVID jokes already. I'm on live and I'm like, y'all got a call coming in. <laughs> and a bitch just started coughing, but I, I just swallowed my spit wrong. Dude, it's bad. But they going to be like, oh, nah, bitch, you still but got you that shit. you cannot be regular sick. Nigga, I honestly, literally, I thought I had food poisoning. I thought I had wheat. No, I have THC poisoning. It's cannabis something, y'all. Hold Wait, on. you could you could get it was real, wheat poisoning? Yeah, CHS, weed. Hold bitch, on, you done looked it up. Canna, cannab- cannabinoid hypermesis syndrome. I have it. Basically, it means you've had too much weed, and that's the projectile vomit shit. And it's what- oh well, that happened with me uh, with the edible. Oh yeah, mostly happens from edibles. Oh my god, the ed- So during during quarantine, this is when I was just like, I'm stuck in my house. Uh, my who gave me the goddamn weed plug? I want to say my homegirl Destiny, and I told her she killed me. But I got the weed plug, had an edible, and I was just watching TV, nigga, blue cheese. Wings okay. and celery all on my bed. Bitch, a bitch had to throw her whole goddamn comforter away. Like, it was like a liter. Okay, can we not just... Li- no, it was a liter of okay, throw up. I'm going to say, let me just tell you guys how much I threw up and I'm done. The trash can that you have in the bathroom, however many gallons it is. Look, pass me that. I'm going sh- oh, to say it's a little bit smaller than this for y'all watching yeah. on YouTube. When I was finished, it was half full. You're lying. I'm serious. And the only reason I couldn't do the toilet is because it's the toilet. I know it's dumb, but for some reason, I'm like, oh, my God, I piss and shit in here. I can't throw up in here because I'll start thinking about piss and shit. And then, like, yeah. And then when I had to actually. Why you didn't do it in the tub? Because I had to actually shit at some point, and then I needed this trash can in front of me. Wait, you were throwing up while you were shitting? Because my stomach, both of them was going at the same time. Oh, yeah, nah, bro. Dude, it was so bad. But what I will tell you is. 
Somebody listening to this will still fuck me one day. My mouth and my ass are okay now. They're cleaned out. Literally, I've, if y'all have heard of Fleet, not the Twitter story, I'm clean. I'm cleared. I could get fucked in the ass and nothing would come out. I have eaten nothing, my nigga. Like, I'm dead. My ass is ready. Anyway, not, not my what ass a sexy is ready. episode for me. I know, this was not <laughs> They're going to be like, wow, we way. flew you bitches out. And I know, this I know. This was not in the contract. I'm Sorry, excited, Sarge. guys. We are finally, if you see the title, we are going to share our experience that we had at Mocha Fest for our horrible decision. But before we get there, of course, we're going to start it off with a little bit of vanilla shit. Um, and the vanilla shit for this week comes from Times of India. This is how much I was digging. I wasn't seeing much but COVID and sex motherfucking stories. And I was Dude, like, I got some good ones. God damn. Well, send them to the email because bitch, <laughs> it took me a while to find this one. Um, but this one I think is actually very interesting, especially uh, with not only both of us being in relationships now, but anyone in a relationship. The title of this is that maintenance sex uh, benefits your sex life um, and maintenance sex. I was like, what the fuck is maintenance sex? Maintenance sex is actually uh, what you need in order to keep the spice and spirit of sex alive. It is the act of de- definitively. I guess that's not definitely. How do you know when it's definitively and definitely? Where are you looking? It's the the second thing. Definitely. Definitely, right? Oh, it's the act. Definitively has a V. Definitely. Where the fuck is the V at? Definitively. Oh, you're right. She was like, definitively. I was trying to be like, bitch, where the V at? Wow. Okay, sorry, sorry, sorry. Lehman is about to come through and be like, she didn't go to high school. It is the act of definitely having sex even when you are bored or sluggish about it. More than many times, you may have wanted to go to the last season of your favorite Netflix show with your partner, but ultimately ended up having sex. You may have felt bored, but eventually ended up doing it. This especially happens in long-term relationships where people do get bored with having sex, even once in a while. In moments like these, you have to just push yourself a little bit and go for the see-me sex session. Maintenance sex will surely increase your sexual desires and increase your overall stamina. The benefits of having a good old sex of, of having good old sex are endless. Um, happy oxytocins released from orgasm can be euphoric. Um, but basically it's saying that if you fake it, you can end up liking it. This is true. Yeah, if you've I, ever had sex with someone that I don't, well, I want to preface this by saying like, obviously consensual, but maybe you weren't in the mood. They were more in the mood and you're like, all right, fuck it. When you start moaning and then like actually getting it, like you'll eventually snap into it. It's I like, agree. I don't I like agree. getting woken up for sex, but um, me neither. Hospital Dig is definitely a morning sex person. He would like love to fuck in the morning, right? And it's like, how do you waste a like perfectly good big dick in the morning? That's super hard, right? And I never wanted to fuck in the morning. But after a few pumps, I was like, okay, this is a fun ride. Like, I'll take it. I actually did that where because I'm having so much sex, it's just like I, I do kind of like for it to be a little bit more sporadic and not planned but like uh my boyfriend was leaving and this was a, a couple weeks ago and i think i actually told you i was not in the mood to have sex i just didn't want to have sex i was tired um it's not even that i was bored i just wasn't in the mood and he ended up like finding a way to get me into the mood and then of course punished me because he was leaving out of town how dare i not have sex before he goes out of town um but it's funny because this the the board act of the netflix is interesting because it's like even when you're watching TV and say 
You're not really enjoying the show, but you're not tired yet. That to me would be considered maintenance sex. You get what I mean? I thought maintenance sex was more like we have to do this to maintain a decent relationship. Well, that too. I'm not going to lie. But that's, and I guess that's where my boyfriend would say it because it's just like, I kind of want to be happy. I don't want to go out of but town li- and li- not, Living you know? together though. I've only lived with one person and I mean, obviously like spent a lot of time with old babe, but living with someone is really when I had this a lot because you're already around each other. Like even when you're super in love in the beginning, if you see each other five, six times a week, you still don't live together. Someone's going to leave right. or there's a moment where you'll be apart. So you have to have sex because you're excited about it. So or, so let me ask you, was sex was sex boring when you lived with someone? To me, I'm not going to lie. I fear moving in with my nigga because I'm like, I like missing you. I like being able to feel like I'm going to jump on you as soon as I see you. No, if I feel a, like a, I got to go home and see you, I don't think I'll have that same excitement. No, no, no. You'll be excited to go home. It, it, there's a heightened sense of in, intimacy when you live with somebody. <clears throat> I think that like you get to reach that you never had. But okay. I don't think there's a rush to moving in together, which a lot of people do. And even I've s- seen myself doing that, like, oh, it's New York, save money. But, like, for what? Right. Like, just enjoy your relationship. No, but living together, I think it was just, I got too comfortable. And a lot of us can attest to this. Like, right. I stopped being cute. Like, I didn't really Wait, dress up as much. A, I just bought a whole bunch of lingerie. But you forget to do lingerie. that shit because you're home. So you're training yourself to like, when I go home, I'm chilling. Like, what do I need to get dressed up for? Instead of when my nigga comes over, I'm going to get ready. That's how I used to oh, act. Okay. And then when it was my house and your house, it was like, well, fuck you. I also just wanted to add, as, and this isn't the hors d'oeuvre, but it kind of just goes with maintenance sex. And when you feel like it may get boring, uh, something that me and my boyfriend do a lot is we bet. We make bets on fucking everything. So we literally had a bet about the presidency, like who was going to win. He was convinced, like, uh, you know, just historically presidents serve eight terms. Like, I know this country, like a lot of people are still going to vote for Trump. So he was like, I thought Trump was going to. I would have taken right, that. Right. I taken so I, t- I was like, nah, man, because I voted. I voted. So Biden going to win. And he was just like, you really think votes matter? So then we had the whole votes matter conversation. But anyway, so we made a bet. And I was like, OK, well, if Biden wins. You have to dress up in a Chippendales outfit and dance to Pony by Genuine for me. <laughs> Did you buy the outfit? Yet? I bought the motherfucking outfit from Amazon. And mind you, it was like a $9, like, it's literally like cufflinks, <laughs> cufflinks of both times and, and some trolls. Yeah. So, I, but I think it's fun and it's a way to spice it up, like to include. And his bet was if he won, if, if Trump won, he wanted a massage with four hands. So I would have had oh, that, to find someone. That's actually a good one. Yeah. Have you ever had one? Uh, What? A massage with? A forehand massage? You no. get it a spa. It's too much. Wait, like. I've it's, actually had it's, it. It's like, it makes you what? I, I was at like a, no, 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 no. I was at like a Ritz or like some kind of spa like that. You can't concentrate <laughs> on your back when someone's on your feet, dog. It's so extra. And then like. Really? Yes. It is not pleasurable at all. Oh, wait. Well, he wanted it. Uh, maybe, maybe it's like you're gonna fuck. okay okay but no like I, when i saw it i was like damn it was a lot of money but i was like let me treat myself someone was on my shoulders i just remember someone on my feet i was like can you guys just stay up together and then like it, it was too it was too much i actually remember asking for a break what i'm telling you it was terrible and then like they have to get around each other and then you hear the oil opening too much it was too much oh well um, luckily you i just gotta do think it. of something with the bet what was I going to say? Oh, shout out to one of our listeners. We had a few weeks ago, we talked about a Jenga game that you could buy on yes. Amazon. So this guy wrote in, um, basic name, whatever. His name's Jason. 
He says, so I went to Target the other night and I got a knockoff Django for $5.99. I wrote out my own sexual acts on each block. It cost me $14 total. I got dinner and the kids are gone. My wife and I are going to play tonight. I'll let you know how it goes. Thanks for the idea. I said, so dope. And then he wrote me at 9.45 this morning. <laughs> so we didn't even finish the game because we ended up having sex, but we had a blast and we're going to play it again soon. Such a good date night. I love that idea. That is a real, I told you that's a really, really cute idea. I've never played it, but I saw it on Amazon and then it was, I don't know how we ended up, oh, you maybe said it. Well, I'm going to write my own shit. Yeah. Laughing my ass up. What was it? No, eat my ass out. It was something, something with the Buddha home. I could see, I could see not finishing that Jenga. I would not finish that Jenga, especially if every time you get one out, it's something you would definitely have to put more vanilla shit and simple shit on it to keep kiss you from cheek. having sex. Yeah, like you and know, the shit on the bottom is like the sex. Give me a nose kiss or something like that. Like you got to be so, so basic with it. Uh, but anyways, guys, we're gonna get into this week's hors d'oeuvre. For those of you listening to us for the first time, maybe second time, maybe you're still new. Um, our hors d'oeuvre segment is where we give sex tips. This one is fun. It's pretty much upside down fun. I wanted to share this because this is something Spider-Man. that I did recently. Is it? Is it Spider Man? Oh, well, when I, I guess think they did about that. upside down kissing, I think about Spider Man. Oh yeah, when he took the mask off. And Who was that girl? The, uh, that was the first one. That was the first one. She had blonde hair. She was a brunette. I bet you ten dollars she was a brunette. Bitch, I bet you ten dollars she was brown blonde hair. Can't wait to see it. But Spider Man, it was blonde hair, right? Down. When they kissed. <laughs> Yeah, when they kiss upside down. Damn, right? bitch. Cash at me my fucking Dunn, money. Actually, that is dirty blonde. It was just wet in the scene. Bitch, is bitch her hair is, is goddamn dirty blonde. Kirsten Dunst is a blonde. Jane Kirsten Dunst, first of all. Get what to I, know I, it. We're having a white guest about to come in here. You can't get Kirsten. Is it Kirsten? Yeah, it's Kirsten Dunst. Kirsten? What fucking happened to that bitch? Kirsten? I, bitch, that was Kirsten. <laughs> Anyways, we're going to talk about upside down fun. And the first part of it is kissing upside down. So kissing upside down, you may ask yourself why on earth you'd bother contorting yourselves in order to kiss when you've been doing it the right way up for so many years without any problems. The answer is novelty. We spend a lot of time kissing our partners, especially at the beginning of relationships. But as time goes on, we tend to kiss less and move more quickly onto the next stage, sex. That's true. By making kissing seem new and approaching your partner from a different angle, you might find it more stimulating than usual. I do it when they're like on the couch. Oh, I will straddle my nigga or even when we're driving. Upside down. If we get to a... I'm talking about upside down. Oh, upside down? Not kissing. Upside down kissing. Oh, upside down kissing. So what we do upside down is what I'm going to share. The next... We haven't done upside... Actually, we have done upside down kissing, but after the act of upside down sucking dick. So y'all, Do you mean 69? No, it's not 69. Upside down sucking dick. So basically what he'll do... Pick you up? No, he'll move my body uh, to where I'm across the oh. bed. My head will literally... Oh, I don't... Let me... My head will be like this, leaning off the bed. So I'm literally looking up at him and then he'll fuck my mouth. And what happens... I think happens, throat fucking when I think of that. Yes. And so what happens then, which I guess he likes so much, which y'all know I hate gagging, but it literally causes all of the spits. So clearly I'm not doing it with the lace wig in my head, but when I had my short hair, I didn't care. And so what happens is while he's doing it, all the spit literally just runs down my face. I just don't like when spit gets in my nose. <clears throat> He, I'm really not good with holding my nose. <laughs> like if bro, I dive on so cliffs we, and I still hold my nose like a little bitch. 
Oh, okay. So I'm not gonna lie. If you ain't a good swimmer, this might not be for you. I didn't say that. I mean, I would say we, I don't want people to drown while we giving sex tips. No, you'll stay alive. But you, it is gonna be. It, and the thing is, because he's a dom, I know he loves that bitch. I'm damn near squirming. I'll th- it, like throw my hand up and hit him in the chest. My like, throat fuck. is so sensitive right now from throwing up. See, yeah, I, 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 I can't no. even. <laughs> Bro, I was gagging so much. Nothing could... Like that. Oh, that's the worst. I don't even... I that's can't even worst. think about dick. And I love coming. I fucking masturbate twice a day. I don't care if I've had sex. Like, I love touching my pussy. I can't. This I is know, probably see, the hardest episode. And you even saying that, I... Oh, you don't masturbate now that you have a boyfriend? I don't... Oh, I it's so that. hard. You I know was, what, though? It keeps me... Like, it keeps me wanting dick. Maybe because I see him. Like, the only time I masturbate is, like, within them three days I might not see him on on, on my period. And then even, even then I'm just like, okay, I can't do it on day two because, baby. I like doing it when he sleep. No, I I cannot. And but I'm just I also like, have a turn on about, like, this is actually really fucked up to admit, but I've masturbated in so many places. I've masturbated in the bathroom once at... Um, what was I going to say? It wasn't Gotham. You, uh, you masturbated at your job. You told My us My job that. a lot, but I was recording somewhere. Was it Andrew's studio? Maybe. I had some film. Andrew, you better go disinfect that shit. Well, the bathroom's not in his studio. It's in the hallway. And I was like super stressed out. I was doing some work and I <clears throat> he let me use the studio. I had to fucking jerk off to like get over it. And there was a whole filming crew in the other room. And I was like, I got to get this out. No one knew. Get the fuck out of here. No one tells him. Or I, they're definitely about to. Hey, y'all, at Andrew Schultz and say he needs no, to disinfect. No, no, no. He I'm needs to disinfect his bathroom because Weezy was in there fingering her twat. I would just like to say. That I needed to get it out. I washed my hands, obviously, before and after because COVID. And it was a nice empty bathroom. That is so crazy. Yeah, I, I'm just not. In, Where else? It's like, a, I don't know. Oh, I used we to stayed love in a room together once. What city was it? Was it Chicago where Vinny came? I had to go in the shower and masturbate. See, and I think. And you were on your period. Do you remember that? You were really sick. Oh, that was definitely Chicago. You, but I also had to come because you oh were annoying Oh, my God. Me. Chicago. I was. That's when I had COVID. So, bitch, I feel oh like. God, did God. I have it twice this year? Shit. shit. I know, swear to God. Niggas love doing that. I love what? the memes that say nobody. Black people. <laughs> I definitely had COVID in December. No, that was me, bro. But you know I swear it was so bad. The first reported case was in November of uh, 2019. Yes. And when I got back from Puerto Rico, the so the sickest I'd ever been in my life was in October. I remember the day. It was like October. Nobody. I swear. I was. Look, look you're doing it too, man. But I was like, but nah, could that have been it? Because I had the shakes and shit. I don't know how I made it through that Chicago live show. And for shout out to Chicago. That's definitely one of our Wait, top both cities. both Chicago shows. No, I'm talking about the, the most recent one. I was talking about the one where we actually stayed together. That was two years ago. You were on your period, and we stayed at that hotel. It was me, you, Vinny. Was I sick then, too? We were saving money then, so we didn't used to get two rooms like that. And you were on your period. Remember, you couldn't come out with us or something? You were sick? And you Damn. guys went to Egg Slut in the morning? We did. Yes, I do remember that. Damn, what's up with you in Chicago? Wait, was that? Yeah, that was Chicago. I don't know. I'm ready to go back on tour, dude. I really miss um, just, I don't know, like now uh, I've talked a little bit of briefly about it. I'm working in TV and film and like, you know, getting to meet writers and talk about how to create jokes and stuff. 
nothing is more satisfying than like improv in front of people. No, nah, that shit was fun. It's just like it was funny. It is, it is so crazy because it's something I took for granted. Because I remember saying like, "Man, we gonna take a year off. I don't like this touring shit." And now. I would love to be back touring because it really validates what you do, and that that I think is the main difference, right? It's like filming stuff and understanding that you can maybe say something funny. There's no instant gratification, and the other thing is like it's not your people watching you. You know what I'm saying? So like to be in a room with everybody that fucks with you, like it's just so safe. There's there's like two or three shows where I fell. None of the videos going. I'm just so glad we got to that. We got to do New York, DC. I'm I'm so sad we didn't get to do Atlanta, even though we probably should have done Atlanta because that's the only motherfucking city that because COVID don't. Well, COVID don't live there apparently. Bro, so I was scared when I was watching the Jeezy and Gucci versus. I was like seeing all these niggas pass the camera. And I'm like, please, Jesus, don't let nobody shut this shit down. I really need this moment. Oh. It that was, was a great so, moment. I, that I, was so good. I, I enjoyed it. People really thought Gucci was going to win, which I found hilarious. Yeah, I, I was Team Jeezy but like, too. Niggas in the South, maybe, but even then, like he ain't. It's still Jeezy. Like, are you serious? Yeah, are you serious? Right. I was shocked. Like me people, too. I was shocked that people. Th- I mean, I, <sighs> mad New York people on my timeline when I'm a dog came on. They were I'm like, a dog, I'm dog. beat it, beat gonna, her like a dog. I'm, I'm like, yes, like fucking her, I'm beat not her a dog. Oh, I ain't gonna hold like you. I dog. thought it was beat her like a dog. Like, beat that hoe. No. I don't want to say Beat that. her like a dog? He didn't say beat it I like a dog. He said beat it like a dog. It, no, beat her like a dog. Like, beat like fuck. Then pass her to my dog. My nigga. Oh, stop. Wait. It's, it's, look up the lyrics. I feel a little bad now. Because when yeah. it came out, I was like, I'm a dog. Oh, wait. Yeah, I mean, you could do that, but is it little? I really, like. I mean, we the, was all the saying. DJ before the we shit was were so all good. saying she ain't even know it. And that was talking about slipping Molly in bitches drink. Let me see. Yeah. I'm a dog. I'm really looking for these lyrics. Where the lyrics at? Well, how could he have sang that song in 2020 if that was true? The same way Rick Ross said he put in Molly's and bitches drinks and they ain't know. I'm really looking. Treat her like a dog. Beat her like a dog. Beat her like a dog. Pass it to my dog. No, I think it's a sexual I, in innuendo. I really do. Amanda, I don't. And this is not, I'm not comfortable I mean, right I, now. I know I you do. I know you do, but it, technically, it's one of them things that we got to watch and be like, ugh. Like, you know all the old shows on Netflix right now? It's a little cringy to rewatch some of these. Like what? Like, Girlfriends. I don't know if you saw the episode. One of their friends had I'm HIV. season three only. Well, one of their friends had HIV and they all like jumped over the counter when he was cooking and he like cut himself. Like there's just a lot of things where I'm just like, oh, a lot of things wouldn't go off too well uh, in this climate. I'm I'm actually happy and not so happy for this climate because I, yeah, like the HIV thing, I didn't know. I mean, honestly, until we started interviewing people, right? Like, not gonna lie. And we were ignorant to a lot of things. I think over the last four years, we've become more understanding in ways in which we may have offended people without knowing. So when people uh, we learned language about things like that, like especially I think our herpes episode, I asked a question that was dumb. She was like, bitch, and you a sex educator? I'm like, duh, I had to learn. The fuck? <laughs> bitch, like, <laughs> duh. Like, I'm so, I didn't know. Well, I think that that's the thing, too. In this space, like, yes, I, and I understand this platform is definitely where it is now. Um, but when we kind of started the show, we were learning with everyone else. Like, I, I don't think I don't, I don't think we came on here and was like, we know everything and y'all don't. So we're going to teach y'all. That's not but you know how what? we did Unfortunately, this. And, I, and I guess I mean this in favor of us and against us. When you have a platform, 
people expect you to know it all. They do. Right? And it's like kind of how we put we so much wrong. stake in these celebrities or influencers when they do something. It's like they're fucking human too. We be wrong. This is also me trying to cover up all the dumb shit. <laughs> the following is a high five moment from highfivecasino.com. Welcome to Burger Yippee. Would you like a hot apple pie today? Yes. Yes. Yeah, I won. Woohoo! So that's a yes on the apple pie? I just went big time playing high five casino on my phone. Real cash prizes, free daily rewards, over 1,200 games. Yeah. So yes or no on the apple pie? Whoa! <laughs> I won again! I'll take that as a yes. Drive around. Have you had your high five moment today? Only at highfivecasino.com. High five casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited. Play responsibly. Conditions apply. See website for details. High five casino. Top Thrill 2 is like no other course. Two 420-foot vertical speedways, three launches. All right, let's talk strategy. Copy that, driver. Go for maximum acceleration off the start. Measure that. You've got a short straightaway to push from 0 to 74 on the first vertical speedway. And what about the rollback? Rollback will set you up for an explosive reverse climb 420 feet in the sky so you reach 0 Gs in total weightlessness. 420 feet of straight-up speed. Let's get it. Top Thrill 2, the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch Stratocoaster. Get your tickets at cedarpoint.com. Hello, I'm Dr. Michael Mosley, and I want to let you know about my new immersive BBC Radio 4 podcast series, Deep Calm. It's all about how to tap into and activate a remarkable system that we all have, hardwired, inside of us, our relaxation response. And it's been developed to be listened to at any time you want to really unwind. I hope you'll listen wherever you get your BBC podcast. Let's get into Yeah, Mocha Fest, baby! Y'all want to get on us and be like... So, y'all, uh, and again, I just want to uh, shout out to Sarge and shout out to everyone. Um, What's his wife's Mocha name? Fest. Damn. I don't I like know, her a lot. I do. She, and she's so fun. And I don't know her name. I know. But shout out I to... I clicked on her Instagram page just because I really like the way she says, Hello, Jamaica lovers. <laughs> I lo- she's just so sweet. Anyways, guys, shout out to everyone who came to Mocha Fest. For those of you, by the way, shout out to the whore hives. Siggy, uh, we saw a lot of patron people. We saw a whole crew uh, from Charlotte. Shout out to Charlotte. Charlotte, Charlotte. was at Mocha Fest. Uh, there was a guy, oh my God. And dude, I can't remember You really names. don't know who knows you when you're out. I got drunk and I started crying. I don't know what I was crying about. But Vinny and I were fucked up. And I was like, no, like, you don't understand what I'm going through. And Vinny went to the room to get me a cigarette or something. And the guy came up to me. He was like, Hey man, I was at your Boston live show. I just went, I heard you. <laughs> I don't know what you're going through. I was like, damn it. No, seriously. I do want to shout out to uh, everyone who came to Mocha Fest Cancun. That was our last live show of the year. How we had one in a pandemic, don't judge us, but we did it. It was outside. If that helps anyone, I don't know. It does. But um, it was great. We got to do a live show. We had fucking cucumbers come out. We still played games. Like it was, it was a fun time. I'm not gonna lie. It was also the hardest live show I think we've ever had to do. Uh, because well, we can explain we, why. Yeah, we'll, we'll so, explain. Well, so do Mocha you want to start Fest is with explaining? Yeah, an urban experience weekend. Let's go on their website. Let's do it real ad. Okay, maybe. okay. So all I'm right. gonna tell you what I I learned from Mocha Fest. So Mocha Fest basically, you buy a ticket. And you get access to a bunch of events, right? Yes. Um, who Mocha Fest books popular real DJs, quick, influencers, quick, everybody for it. Also, because I just hate the word urban. Let's let's but see what I they thought use. It was in there. No, <laughs> Mocha Fest is an Afro-American and Afro-Caribbean destination festival brand that promotes freedom and self-exploration. Oh, I read Urban Weekend somewhere, <laughs> so I was wrong. Well, come on, Afro-Cuban. Oh, <laughs> so. 
basically horrible decisions was one of the acts, right? And from what I know, they didn't really have done, they haven't really done shows before. And Mandy and I like are very particular about only doing theaters. We're very particular about never doing a show with standing room. If yes. you guys have ever been at a show, we're always fucking yelling at security. I think the DC show was like, no. Why are people standing up? Oh, whoever the assistant with Jennifer, find more chairs. Because <laughs> basically what happens is we will not sell a venue ever over the amount of chairs, right? Our yeah. first live show was like that and we would never do it again. But people will take up a table and it'll make the people that came alone not feel like they could sit there or whatever it is. So we knew that it might happen with Mocha Fest. But what I think we weren't ready for is for how I wasn't ready everybody. for everyone to be in a pool. No, I wasn't. Well, like, I wasn't ready. So, y'all, we actually did our live show um, upstairs at the bar and everyone was in a pool. So, mind you, this was also, I want to say, our first live show where bitches were smoking hookah and ordering bottles of 1942. This was Atlanta. <laughs> and bitches came up to me with the classes about talking about, come on. And I was like, oh, I can't. Uh, and I was. And it's probably why I fucking came back with COVID. Uh, <laughs> bitch, you know well, what? I, I, actually, I actually have a photo and maybe I'll, I'll put it on the Horrible Decisions page. I'm like, this has to be the exact moment I, I caught COVID. Um, and I want to show you because what they were doing was spraying uh, champagne. Oh, I did say no to that. Into the mouth. But only because I knew it would get on my face. And my makeup, I felt like it was really cute. A little Mexican lady named Rosa did it down this is This is me saying, give me COVID. Oh, wow. I have one of those photos, I too. have it. I don't know if y'all can see it from there. But the, yes. So I mean, let's talk about what Mocha Fest is, right? Yes. So they do it in a bunch of different cities. The particular one we got to do was Cancun, which was great. Because y'all know I'm living in Mexico. So I was like, bam, this is the airport you go through to, for Tulum. So... We get there, and it was at a beautiful property. And I just want to preface this by saying, I said every single day to either Sarge or his wife, who run Mocha Fest, about how much better it was than hedonism. Let me explain. <laughs> I had a fun moment, but I just wasn't ready for how, and I've used the word tacky, and I want to attribute it just to the fact that we didn't get to go on a Mocha Fest weekend. Right. I just felt like it was too raunchy to the point where I was like, ugh, grossed out at hedonism. Okay. And the other thing is, I didn't feel it wasn't as luxe as the I was place we say, were at. Y'all, she she knew that there was room service available. And she I was said, like, "Oh yeah, ten stars, ten stars." <laughs> I was so happy to know there was room service. If I could leave my room without getting naked, because I hope y'all don't forget that story. The midnight snack bar was on the nude only side, and when I ordered that pizza, and he said, "You have to remove your clothes," I was pissed. So we get there. It was at Temptation Resort. I think they've done it there before. Yes, I think it's I, I went last back. year as well. So, it was there. Yeah, um, it's really cute. They had these like stripper poles where the girls. Dance. Yeah. Now this resort is topless. It's not a fucking resort. Yeah. So, and I want to make that clear. So, Mocha Fest um, isn't necessarily lifestyle focused. So, I know we talk about sex, 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 sex here. Uh, if you do Mocha Fest in Jamaica, of course, they're at the adult only resorts, and Hedonism is one of the resorts. But Jamaica now is so big, they actually do Mocha Fest at seven different hotels. And of course, if you're on, if you're at Hedonism, you're gonna have Hedonism fun. Uh, this particularly, yes. We didn't see people having sex everywhere in Mexico. That's not what... This I think was, they were, though. Because yeah, I could hear it. You could hear it where? Through my window. Not my window, my balcony. They was probably fucking on the balcony. Yeah, they were. Oh, people yeah. I would, were I would fuck fucking. on a balcony. I would fuck on a balcony. Nigga, people were fucking oh, yeah, they, so loud at one point. I was like, well, this is like a morning wake-up. So they were fucking, but they weren't fucking out I'm in public. Out in yeah, so out in public. I will also say, let me ask you this, too, because it was a lot more people than we experienced at Hito, but... What were your thoughts on the crowd? So, 
for one, I kept saying, I think to you, <clears throat> I was like, these people are so much better looking. Yeah, it was a lot of good looking people. Like, there were a lot like... of people I would have fucked. There was actually a fat dude I was going to think about fucking. Wait, you were going to fuck a fat dude? He was really cute. And I have never fucked a fat nigga outside of like football players, which don't count. Did he me. have like a Gucci before jail gut or was he fat, fat, like big? I don't know. Or like a get money gut. He had on a wife beater at the pool fat. Oh, he wasn't even taking the white beater off. But he okay. just had mad game. Like, he kept coming up to me like, why are you trying to play me, Weezy? I was like, I'm not trying to play you. He's like, you don't fuck fat <laughs> I was like, I ain't saying that if you got money, I would. And he was like, why you think I'm talking to you? And then he just kept coming up to me and he would get me drinks. But even though it was like all inclusive. But <laughs> then at like one point, um, I don't know. He just, you know, when someone's so confident that you're like, your dick has got to be big. Absolutely. He was like. I was like, look, I got a boo. He was like, I don't care. Where the fuck he at? I was like, ooh. ooh. And he kept talking about how um, I needed to hibernate in the wintertime with him. And I was like, oh my God, stop. Not hibernate. And Not a whole bear, he, bitch. He said he wanted to take me to dinner. And I'm like, nigga, I know this shit is free. And he was like, I got bread and we gonna leave this fucking resort. I was about to say, I left the resort and went to Rosanegra. Oh, that's right. Um, they have in Cancun. I, guess know, that, I, I loved leaving the resort. I, I had so much Yeah, fun. I guess that was my only thing. The food to me, um, I like food better in Jamaica, but I'm Jamaican, so no, that's probably I'll, why. let me say this. It's just a all-inclusive thing, dude. Is it that? It's an all-inclusive thing every time around. Like, when food is all-inclusive... Bitch, we had lobsters. I liked the food at, at Hito when we went. They had a whole lobster night. food at Temptation. Okay, so as far as food, it's a draw. But I love seafood. They had, like, a seafood restaurant. Anyway, okay, whatever. Yeah. But I think you gotta leave a resort to experience... To experience the so, area. I, then there was a dude with braces and dreads, and I never talked to oh him. Oh, my goodness. But do you know which one I'm talking about? No. He was so fucking hot, and he kept smiling at me, and I just really don't know why I didn't say anything, because I should have taken my moment, but I didn't. And then Sarge's wife and I, whose name we can't figure out, <laughs> I remember saying to her at one point, because I was smacked, I was like, yo, there are niggas in I'm here. I'm not gonna lie, but I don't want to steer the men from going as well. There, there were. I'm not gonna lie, though. All the good-looking girls that I saw came with a nigga and but a lot of them were asking even medina got asked by three couples to join maybe because so well, medina from cocktails shout out to her she opened our show and she decided to let everybody know that she was a unicorn so the couples were attacking her for the rest of the weekend but no i think people know when you're alone two couples asked me oh i think people know when you're like walking around alone and they knew Vinny was gay <laughs> Oh, okay. So, see, yeah. I, I didn't. Vinny I, damn near sold me to the fucking wolves. We were walking somewhere mean? and I seen these niggas looking at me, and like at this point, my titties were out a little bit. So, I grabbed onto his arm. He was like, girl, please. <laughs> always lets me go we were walking around uh fucking playa del carmen together and this guy was like you're a lucky man he was like no i'm not i i will say for the places next year uh if if you know the travel restrictions definitely lift this was a good time though yeah i had a good time me and my homegirls the entertainment i um, needed it it's kind of like you didn't like the entertainment no, I said I needed it. Oh, yes. So me and my friends don't know why. And this was right before our fucking live show. Why I decided to sign up. I don't know. So they had Flip Cup. Now, I ain't going to hold y'all. Y'all know Flip Cup to me is a white person college game. But I was like, oh, bitch, we got it. But my acrylic nails was so long. I was like, listen, normally I'm good at this game. I was giving my disclaimer. So we're at the pool and it's. Four teams against the entertainers. Mind you, the entertainers play this all the time. Oh, yeah. So, of course, they're going to be everybody, right? Wrong. Bitch, me and my friends, shout out to all my homegirls that came with me. We won. We won to where the dancers, the, the entertainers came up to us and was like, so no one has ever beat us. Bitch, they brought us two bottles of fucking wine and a bottle of champagne. Oh, my God. Because they're like, 
Nobody has the ever won. The entertainment was good. But they I, was phony. They, were they didn't give us the Magnum, though. They didn't bring us the Magnum. They gave us a little bullshit to bring well, back to Rome. They gave you a bottle of wine, bitch. Yeah, but we were supposed to get the Magnum. They just didn't think a we was going to win. A Magnum bottle of wine? No, the Magnum bottle of champagne. Oh. <laughs> the Moet. The Moet. The Moet. Um, it was oh, fun, though. So, wait. The girls. Yes. I was going to say. talk about the girls. The girls. I was, some of those girls were so beautiful that I was like, they must be paid, <laughs> gonna paid to be here. So, so they do. Um, have, but yeah. that's what I like though. Mocha Fest brought some fine ass girls. They that was did. dope. I didn't, I don't know. I just thought across the board people weren't ugly, which I appreciate. It was like a but but that's the thing. And and like I don't want to and I also don't want to say like they that. were all like modelisk, but you'd fuck them. Literally, well, <laughs> I have a man, so I wasn't okay, there I to do that. But I felt like I was in like, I don't know, like a movie almost. Everyone just was beautiful. You know but what, not beautiful. They kept themselves was, up well. Yes. And people knew they were going somewhere, so they were excited, so they were dressed the well. Men, the men were fine, and then that's the thing. Even though it's all exclusive, uh, inclusive. Oh, oh, it is it's inclusive. exclusive. My bad, my bad. <laughs> it's all inclusive. Uh, what I really did like, though, is you could still scout the niggas with the bag. Because what they did was they sold cabanas and bottle That's service. True. So you could still see the men who were still paying above the inclusive uh, rates. So see, I like that. I don't that. that because I was buying a bottle of wine every night. But at the same time, but I was that's like, a bottle of wine. You could get a bottle of wine for thirty dollars. They was doing like Casa Azul, bitch. Oh, okay, no, I didn't. Like do that. they had, like I did a good peanut. The pool. The, and also, shout out again to uh, the fans that were from Charlotte because. I, I Who's think, the one bi dude? Yes, I can't remember his he name either. So he funny, was so funny. I didn't know he was bi until we were both oh, looking at this dude. You didn't know he was bi? Oh, let me tell you how You I didn't know. know he was bi? No, I didn't. Because we were both talking about this dude. And he was like, we were talking about the guy together. And I was like, I'd fuck him. And he was like, yeah. So let's fuck him together. He was <laughs> he was trying to get me to fuck we him and a dude too. On. Bro, we had to. And I can't remember oh, his he name. Fuck, it was the guy with the tattoo on his like He made out with him and he sucked the girlfriend's titties. Listen. Listen, if you if you are you and you hear this, please reach out to us because even if we got to phone him in, he know, we, I, I have a video of him in my phone. I'll post Bro, it. Bro, he was so much fun. But and, and that's another thing that I did like. I will say for anyone listening to this who's a part of the LGBTQ community, it was a mix. Mm-hmm. In Cancun, I felt like you did have like I don't felt I, I didn't feel like Vinny felt uncomfortable. No. Um, and like I said, we were we met gay. Uh, not. Not gay. They were bi guys. Um, and the women, I think all the women were bi. I'm, I'm laughing because... What? I wanted to Vinny didn't feel uncomfortable, but we, there was a phone party where Boosie came on, and I couldn't find Vinny anymore. I texted him. <laughs> and I was like, where are you? He's like, I'm going to let you have your hood ass moment, bitch. I don't know. What oh, I'm not going to lie. Oh, I was... The phone party, the phone party was lit as fuck. Was a little but it, it was very like Daytona Beach, Black Beach weekend. That's what but it made I wanted me feel. It to I be. loved it. I, it was good. Nah, it was but good. But I liked it at dinner. Like you know, you could class it up. There was someone having dinner. Shout out to them from Detroit. How do I know? Because they were talking that loud. <laughs> These bitches came to the restaurant. It was like the one on the beach that was outside. It was like blue lights. Okay, I can't remember. Anyway, this girl comes in with a hookah. And somebody's like, where'd you get that? She's like, it's portable. It's from Amazon. You just look up portable shisha. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. She's like, I'm from Detroit. And I was like, damn, this bitch loud as fuck. No, nah, they really did. But I, I did like that, too. They did. They had the hookah options. They had the upsell options as far as the bottles. The people were... F- it was a good time. They did a great the job hosting. The too. staff was good. But also... So y'all know I love a little Mexico. And then also just everyone involved with Mocha Fest uh, just made sure everyone was having a good they time. They actually were 
were very put together. And I will they tell were- you guys this. Listen, I I feel like anytime we do advertisements, I'll try to be as honest as I can, much like I was. Oh, on you the- was with the heat on no, episode, I bit. sure was. I'm sorry. <laughs> I didn't- we ain't lying to y'all. We gonna let y'all know what it is. I was very impressed. And I want to say this as openly as I can without being that bitch, but... Sometimes we all assume when events are black, yeah, they will not be put together. I at not one moment wasn't impressed at how timely things were when it was wristbands that needed to be done. Yeah, um, any questions, even from a booking perspective, <clears throat> Mandy and I have been booked for largest of venues. Um, I won't name them, but some that some can't get their them. shit together. Yeah. And I'm just really grateful that everybody, and not just because we were you know, getting paid for our event, but I saw them treat everybody warmly. Yeah. People that were first timers, uh, people that came back. And I, I really loved that communal experience. And then even Sarge was saying how they started really small. And now, yeah. you know, they're Ibiza, Brazil, Greece. Like, I think that's such a big deal to bring black people together to travel because the first thing we all do, and that's the thing that annoys me about people talking shit about Tulum a little. It's like, you can't keep your foot on a nigga's neck because you're saying black people do the same shit or don't go nowhere. And then they right, do travel and they and do then it mad. and then you're still mad. Right. So, which is what I love uh, more so about this is that I think um, one of the problems that I had, even when I was traveling Southeast Asia, was going to, to places, not having my own around me. And so this is kind of a group or or a party that's thrown. And like you said, they're doing Thailand next year. They're doing Greece. They're doing all of these places. And now you also get to travel and be around your people, right. which I love. And, and And it's not like you're meeting people from all different parts of the country but they have the means to travel that are gonna or that are going for a good time mm-hmm. so you don't have to worry about standing out being the only black person or yeah. you and your friends not fitting in somewhere so if you're looking to travel again hopefully with the with the um things raised because of covid uh you're able to experience if you want to see the destinations and the dates uh go to mochafest.com mochafest.com has kind of all the details they do also i was talking to sarge about this they like to do it for the working people. So a lot of them are over holiday weekends. That's so great. like uh, we, uh, the when we were in Cancun, that's not only my birthday weekend, which yes, is a national holiday. What is it? Um, Columbus Day weekend. So that Monday, everyone was off. Colonizer weekend. Yes, that weekend. Bro, let's just have a conversation about the white people that were at that hotel. Yeah, I don't think they knew what was They the- were like, well, I came for a getaway, but it's a little getaway. <laughs> Bruh. No, it I was- saw mad white people that were like, okay. They had one party, uh on the main floor where they all had like glow in the dark stuff on. And I was like, Oh, this isn't my party. <laughs> this is the oh, other party. That's let there. me tell y'all. So the night we got in, whether it was Thursday or fr- Thursday. I think it was Thursday, there was a black party. Yes. And the resort was having a white party <laughs> as far as attire. And a woman came up to me and Vinny just chatting it up. She's like, are you guys going to the black party tonight? I was like, uh, excuse me. You should have said, duh. I the just fuck? didn't know. I didn't, I didn't know there was a black attire party. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But I knew I was there for a black event, Mandy. And oh. I said, uh, "Are you going to be going to the white party?" And she was like, "Yeah." <laughs> I, I, I didn't so make it. Confused. I didn't make it to the the black party i don't believe because that one was the only one that was off Bro, of. i could barely make it to anything because i yeah. got so drunk i didn't make it to the lingerie party though mm-hmm. a bitch was up there mm. How was it? it was fun it was it was a lot of fun uh i had my little dominatrix get up on and again shout out to sarge he knew it was my birthday so he got me a whole bottle of fucking don julio i came back 
uh, not only with COVID, but I came back and did, <laughs> and did and not only with COVID, but I came back and did not drink liquor for in a, the entire month. Like I was like, I drank so much fucking tequila that I was like, but I don't when know you how feel, I didn't when you can feel it. It's the worst. I was just like, okay, I need to fucking get this shit out of my pores. Um, uh, I will say if any of you are planning to go to an event like this, you know, I know that some of us want to get our lives back together and you know, it's your own free will. I got tested before I went. I think that is the best thing that we could all absolutely. do not to be selfish and um, to get tested. As soon as you get back, gotta make sure that, you know, you're taking precaution when you're going to a place with a lot of people, because if you are asymptomatic, that's super unfair. Right. Yeah. I mean, shit, I just got back from damn near the Mocha Fest trip. What? Two days ago. Like I've been in Mexico that whole time. And, uh, yeah, bitch, don't I- cough. I would tell you. <laughs> you saw was, like bitch, don't do it. It was so difficult to get a test in Mexico. Let me tell you guys how I got a test in Mexico. I'm in a Tulum expat group chat. And basically there's a place called Costa Med in Mexico where you can get tested. But when I went there and I filled out the sheet, I had no symptoms and they weren't wasting a test on me. Opposed to in the States so, where they'll help you, right? Yeah, but even even when my boyfriend took me to get my third test, uh, he took me up to like White Plains and he was like, just say you have a headache. Like there's certain places still here that won't test you unless you have symptoms, which is dumb because there's 30% of cases where people are asymptomatic. It's like, if it's I got so symptoms, dumb. It's so dumb. So, so dumb. If I would have known that, I would have filled it out differently. But anyway, I was so pissed and I wanted to make sure that I could get tested. So I was like, can someone help me? Nigga, I was in a parking lot an hour and a half outside of Tulum. And basically, someone that worked at the spot who stole the test came to give me oh, the test hell. in a parking lot. And he's like, baby... It's 200. So I give him 200 pesos, which is about 10 to $11. And he was like, no, bitch. Right. Yo, money. Uh, 200. 200. So here I am fucking getting the sex in a Mexican part a lot. And I was like, oh, my God, this shit isn't even. I was so pissed. But it's like a whole business out there. Now it is. Because people that like want to get tested and can't get tested, they just fucking charge the shit out of them. Uh, there's, bitch, there's a black market right now for 200. <laughs> a negative COVID test. Negative? Yeah, there's like. Did you know there's a for way to fake negative? Oh, for $200. This is well, no, 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 no. Can you not share this information on this platform? Okay, we're not going to do that. I found out about that from Reddit. Yeah, we're not. So yeah. I basically but, was but, trying to look oh, up okay. for myself. I'm not going to tell how. But I was looking up like, because no, no. I was feeling, you know, throwing up or whatever. And I was like, yo, this shit can't be real. So I was looking up like batches. Could it be the Q-tips? Like, wh- how do people get negative tests? And they were reading off ways. And these are like health professionals that people have been faking negatives. Awful. I, I don't even. Can you I'll, imagine? No. Trash. You just Trash. like know that you have some well, shit guys, that could kill people. If you're gonna go to Mocha Fest, please make sure you get a real test uh, and make sure that you're not a spreader. But again, go to mochafest.com. They are selling rooms now. Jamaica's one of their biggest. That's Memorial Day weekend. Um, and also for the ladies uh, who may not be able to, you know, afford, but you are a turn up queen. I want you to know that there is a Mocha Fest girls contest. Uh, so submit your full body image and bio along with IG profile. 
um, to girls at mochafest.com. Online voting doesn't start till January. Uh, you also need to submit a video by December 15th. Um, top 10 vote getters will be flown to Miami in February, uh, where again, you pretty much get to wear Mocha Fest attire and party. You get your, your flight covered, you get your hotel covered, and the winner gets $2,500. And Dick, maybe. And Dick. But also, um, I'm going to be hosting the, uh, not hosting, I get to judge the contest. So that's in Miami, February 19th. But submit now. That is, let me give y'all that email one more time, girls at mochafest.com. So if you want to be a mochafest girl and pretty much they just need you to turn up, pour liquor in people's mouths and get the party started. That is it. Uh, so go ahead and submit that as well. The following is a high five moment from highfivecasino.com. I won! Private, put down your phone. This is the army. Sarge, High Five Casino is a social casino. It's on your phone. goes wherever you go. I win free spins, cash, prizes, free daily rewards, over 1,200 games. I won again. Platoon, present cell phone. High Five. High Five. Casino. Casino. Win at HighFiveCasino.com. High Five Casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited. Play responsibly. Conditions apply. See website for details. High Five Casino. Top Thrill 2 is like no other course. Two 420-foot vertical speedways, three launches. All right, let's talk strategy. Copy that, driver. Go for maximum acceleration off the start. Measure that. You've got a short straightaway to push from 0 to 74 on the first vertical speedway. And what about the rollback? Rollback will set you up for an explosive reverse climb 420 feet in the sky so you reach 0 Gs in total weightlessness. 420 feet of straight-up speed. Let's get it. Top Thrill 2, the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch Stratocoaster. Get your tickets at cedarpoint.com. A collision between a Chinese jet and an American spy plane. He came and rammed into our left wing. With relations increasingly strained, what are the chances of things spinning out of control? The Western world was asleep. I'm Gordon Carrera. I'll be exploring the friction in this most important of relationships and asking, has the West taken its eye off the ball? You cannot ignore China. From BBC Radio 4, this is Shadow War, China and the West. Listen wherever you get your podcasts. And now we're going to go ahead and get to our motherfucking whole meal before we get out of here. So our whole meal is basically mail from our host. Okay. Yeah, pre- pretty much. But this one, I don't know if we can call her a hoe because this is from a virgin. This shit really made me upset. This is... Okay, save it. Save it. Save it. Save it. It was kind I, I of dark. It is a little dark, but it's it's... I want to talk about it. Hello, Mandy and Weezy. I am a 22-year-old virgin girl from Detroit, and I am ready. No, I'm not waiting for marriage. No, I don't have any insecurities. Just a poor black girl who was raised on the double standard that girls have to wait for the quote-unquote right man while boys are free to experience during adolescence. 2019 was my first year of officially dating. And this year, I almost lost my virginity twice. But both guys ghosted me in the process, and I never heard from them again. Now I'm officially sick and motherfucking tired of being a virgin, and I want to find the best, richest candidate possible. I recently got my dance card and was trying to find a potential seller in the strip club. But these underground rappers annoy the shit out of me. And I'm really trying to speed up the process of finding someone. I've tried escorting slash dating websites, but everything online seems so fake and dangerous. And truly, I'm tired of waiting. I haven't told anybody this because I feel like literally nobody can relate because everyone 
Everyone is and has been sexually active, but I get suicidal thoughts daily, all because I feel like my parents failed me and that I was set up to be failed, a failed, awkward social experiment to society. If you guys know any verified sex agencies that help girls sell their virginity or any real sex workers who can help me find someone to sell my virginity to, I would highly appreciate that. I started your podcast from the beginning, and I really thank you girls for giving me the talk that my parents never thought would be beneficial to have as a teenager love a gray unicorn that shit made me feel so uncomfortable yeah so i have a lot of feelings which i don't even i think know it's if- our responsibility to talk to this too though like absolutely so i looked up places to sell your virginity okay not to be helpful but just because i wanted to see what it would look like one is called the boast club and there's like an auction where you can date virgins right because you obviously can't sell pussy online but there's like a lot of young girls who are recruited to sell their virginity um i have a lot of feelings about this because i feel like this is more sadistic for men like right i don't know there's something about the innocent innocence in it that's a little scary for me i feel like maybe a sugar daddy would be more fun because like I don't know. There's a sugar daddy, sugar baby relationship where right. I feel like they enjoy the innocence because they like teaching and helping. It's their ego, but it's it could be a better and safer relationship because there's something a little more committed there. Um, but I think the larger issue is, you know, when you mentioned suicidal thoughts and your parents and like trying to like hurry up this process. I think the issue is like you think you may feel whole once it happens or like that's the thing that can happen. That's where I was going to go. That will make it worth it, right? It's like, fine, like if I can't find someone worthy of like giving it to, at least someone can buy it from me. But that part is like terrifying in itself. And it's going to be a mind fuck for you. I think that outside of looking for a website or a way to sell your virginity, you need to be looking for a way to get therapy. Um, Her bringing up her parents and saying that she got the sex talk from us that she wishes she would have got from them. Um, I I think that there's a lot of none of these. Someone like me to teach my kids. I know. Oh, I I know. I ain't gonna hold you. I I just feel like uh, there's a level of insecurity or self-love that she's lacking. Yeah. Um, and selling away your vagina, your, your virginity or putting a price isn't going to make you feel more valuable about yourself. I do have one little thing I want to help with. This is going to, you're going to think this is ridiculous, but, um, if you guys listen to Patreon, you heard that I've been like looking into brujas and mediums and psychics and just stuff that's like for light, right? Like, Really, I I believe if you don't believe in spells or not, it's just manifestation. Um, There's a love spell you can do on yourself. If you Google it, there's a bunch of shit on Reddit. I'm sure you can find someone. But like instead of putting it on someone else or making, uh, let's just say, someone love you, you can put it on yourself. And it's like a white candle. Um, I think you need honey, cinnamon. You got to look it up. But there's ways to start drawing the love back to you. And I think that if you feel more fulfilled, you're not going to really feel these suicidal thoughts. And you're also not going to feel the need to validate anything by a man coming in and fucking you. Yeah. Like, I mean, now sex work is one thing, but I think it's just a particular way you wrote about it. Normally when we get emails, people are more like, I want to be a hoe for fun. Yeah. And you didn't make me feel fun. No, not at all. It was a little deep. Not going to lie. Yeah. Not going to hold you. Anyways. Oh, Jesus. Well, I hope that uh, you find a way to get through this process. Um, whether it be through therapy or talking to someone who actually values you as well. Or find some sex worker mentors that will talk Absolutely. you through this because I think a lot of sex workers have all had a place in life where it was like a dark point and some enjoy their work, some don't. I think uh, SX Noir talked about circumstance or choice. Yeah. And I don't, you're making it sound like it's. And, and if you're listening to this, uh, her Patreon has a lot of stuff, but Raquel Savage, she, uh, 
has a, a degree in psychology, but she does really break down a lot of just the ways at which people find shame in sex work, but ways in which to be, feel liberated from it as well, which she does. She loves what she does. So I think that if you're going to go does down she do the path, sessions on the phone. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I think she does a lot of She's options. Good. I could see that. And I, great. I think that you need to find a way to make this liberating for you and not a chore just to get out the way. Um, oh, Jed setting Jasmine Benson wanted us to mention as well. Um, um, does she, does she, she does do sessions or? Uh, she's like licensed uh, mental health. Oh, oh she's, she's a, a licensed mental health professional. But, she, mental but she's also in, in the sex, sex work, industry. Yeah. So I, I think there's definitely a lot of people to reach out to. I hope we were able to help you. Um, by the way, guys, if there's any more left, make sure y'all check out the whorehive.com. That's whorehive.com. We got merch, baby. We do. Nah, but we got merch, y'all. We got merch. So be sure to check that out. Um, I know it took us four years to get it, but there may still be some on there. We this have... mask, I don't know if this is going to help sell it or not, but this is so comfy and breathable. Yeah, no, it's... it's I, The quality is good with all of our merch. It has our tags on it. It's really dope. And for Patreon peeps, by the way, I want you guys to know we are never, ever going to sell that design because we know that it's special to our Patreon folks. And I believe Mandy and I at some point will start coming up with new shit. Yeah. So you guys will not feel left out don't worry don't worry but no i mean what you have done you know for us with able to you know step up our game with touring and video and all of that stuff like um we consider your merch super important as well and that's why we really prided ourselves on you know making sure that it was exclusive for a long time because we felt like it was something you got to earn so that's why it'll always be different absolutely and y'all i want y'all to make sure y'all go ahead and check out mochafest.com once again uh thank y'all for tuning in we're gonna leave you guys with a five minute bonus clip from our patreon Patreon, of course, that is patreon.com backslash horrible decisions. There you can get three bonus episodes. Okay, you can get three bonus episodes every month and more bonus content. There's just bonus content there. There's a fucking archive of over 80 episodes now. So if you guys go to patreon.com, you do have to type in patreon.com backslash horrible decisions because it's 18 plus. Um, but go ahead, check us out there. We are gonna leave you guys with a five-minute bonus clip. And thank y'all for tuning in to yet another episode of Horrible Decisions. Bye. Hey. Um, the whole facts. So this one I thought was just a weird ass article that I loved, and I'm into reading weird articles from for facts sake. So like whenever I see something that could be for horrible, I'm like, Ugh. this is in the New York Post, and this is the weirdest penis stories in the animal kingdom. So the history of the penis goes back to at least 425 million years, okay? It's actually the first known fossil, which is crazy because I thought it was like dinosaur shit. But it's a crustacean. It's a what? The first known fossil on record, at least, was a five millimeter long crab-like crustacean that had a large stout organ. And the organ was their penis. So even in the first fossil known to man, it was showing a penis. So there's just a lot of stuff out there about the penis, but we don't really know much about animal dicks. Not that you guys care, but we're going to tell you. So here we go. For one... Here's some different shit about animal dicks. The Japanese yellow uh, swallowtail butterfly has photoreceptors on their penis. In other words, the eyes helps them guide through the night. So it looks like a little... (laughs) What the fuck? Okay, wait. Forget romance. Some creatures blindly stab their mate with their penis like bad fencers in attempt to inject sperm. Sea slugs will often nail their chosen one in the foot or even in the forehead with it. 
It's uh, it's an oddly effective way to actually make babies because the female body is surprisingly uh, a benign environment for sperm. In fact, research has shown that injecting sperm into the body cavities of pigs, chicken, cattle um, is just as good as putting it in the usual place. So animals can literally take cum anywhere and they'll get pregnant. Isn't that crazy? Get the fuck out of here. Pigs, cattle, chickens. So here's about the biggest penis. Is, are that, is that it? Just those three? No, like they can literally get come in their eye and create says, offspring. It just says body cavities. So I don't know particularly where, but um, they, they, they just tried it in those three. It could be more. But this one is crazy. The blue whale, the biggest animal penis with an average length of eight feet long. Just no. I'll pass. <laughs> I'll pass. Like I'm thinking of I'm okay. thinking of the seven foot nigga I used to fuck and adding another foot to him. Just no. What the hell? Nigga. But wait, but wait, how okay. How big is the blue whale? An eight I don't foot know. Put, put penis. But yeah, how go ahead, you the fact you the you the Googler fact person. How big can a blue whale be? All right, if blue whale's length. Hold on. Yeah, like how long okay, can they be a good eight foot? Okay, so, so a one you take ten of inches. Body, yeah, I would you, say that's about right. That's about right. I ain't gonna real quick do. <laughs> I'm not doing the fractions and math right now. But maybe but they have the more average, room for it to go. And right, the maybe, women are maybe, are three feet longer. They're three feet longer on average than the male. So that's what I'm saying. Maybe, maybe the the woman has a ten foot vagina hole. Oh, it says that some of them could be a hundred feet. See, yeah, okay. An eight foot dick makes sense for a hundred foot person. Because you I ain't mean, gonna feel well, the three foot one, right? You are gonna be like this shit trash, right? You gonna want the eight foot one? This like a little tick tock. <laughs> I mean, wait, not tick tick tack. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay, y'all. We have talked a lot about laws and crimes around the world, and I found some new ones because I love doing these. I think they're always fun. So recently on an episode, we had a vanilla shit where we talked about the weirdest like U.S. laws um, for like sex and shit. But here's some weird ones around the world. So Nepal, no porn is allowed. Films that even depict sexual intercourse or full frontal nudity are banned. Even Bollywood. The government... What? Yep. No nudity in movies, anything. The home ministry in Nepal said that it had to enforce the ban because young people are addicted to porn, which, to be honest with you, I kind of agree with. Um... Because I'm addicted. I, we know. Are you? But you're addicted to masturbating. You're not addicted to porn. That's true. Because I, I don't need anything. High Five Casino. High Five Casino is a social casino with real prizes and big Vegas hits at HighFiveCasino.com. The hottest games right from Vegas and all winnings go straight to your bank account. Hundreds of exclusive games, free daily rewards, and come back to get free coins every four hours. Only at HighFiveCasino.com. High Five Casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited. Play responsibly. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details at High5Casino.com. High Five Casino. 
Top Thrill 2 is like no other course. Two 420-foot vertical speedways, three launches. All right, let's talk strategy. Copy that, driver. Go for maximum acceleration off the start. Measure that. You've got a short straightaway to push from 0 to 74 on the first vertical speedway. And what about the rollback? Rollback will set you up for an explosive reverse climb 420 feet in the sky so you reach 0 Gs in total weightlessness. 420 feet of straight-up speed. Let's get it. Top Thrill 2, the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch Stratocoaster. Get your tickets at cedarpoint.com. Hello, I'm Dr. Michael Mosley, and I want to let you know about my new immersive BBC Radio 4 podcast series, Deep Calm. It's all about how to tap into and activate a remarkable system that we all have, hardwired, inside of us, our relaxation response. And it's been developed to be listened to at any time you want to really unwind. I hope you'll listen wherever you get your BBC podcast.